Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Group on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 561. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, coming to you from Merritt, British Columbia. How are you doing tonight? Anyhow, we're having technical problems all over the place right now, so I'm, uh, we got Will online, and William, come on up and uh, say hello. Hello, I'm here. I'm happy You're there. to be here. Let's, let's hope this is working. Hopefully everybody it, can hear us, and if, and if they can't hear us, oh well. <laughs> oh well, shit happens, right? What are you gonna okay, do? So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, am I'm, I'm, I figured out. I may have figured out what it was the matter. I may okay. have. Okay. And uh, so I'm up and running on my daughter's phone for right now, and we're gonna stick around and, and continue doing it. Oh, I don't know. My phone just disappeared. Uh, we're still working. I'm here. Okay, good, I'm here. good, 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 good. Okay, okay. so let's, uh, how are you doing? What's going on? What's wonderful? Did, uh, you know did what? those pictures I, turn out I okay for to, you? I wanted, to, I wanted to say something tonight because I, uh, I've been trying to find something to listen to podcast-wise. I'm getting bored of everything I listen to. So today I decided to listen to the waggle, okay? Okay, and yeah. I don't, I don't like to cut anybody down. But, you know, as much as I, I have considered our podcast an amateur podcast with a bunch of guys just talking about football, you know what? We are so we are. much better. We are so much better than the waggle. It's not funny. Absolutely it didn't, sucked. It didn't always be that way. What do you mean? Well, are you talking about quality or are you talking about professionalism? Because there's two different things I'm there, ta- right? I'm I'm talking about all of the above. I'm talking about I'm talking about quality, okay? Because I I think between me, you, and Charles, we know a whole bunch about football. As a matter of fact, I know more about football than the two guys on the waggle because they were talking about the upcoming free agency and it was Marshall what's his face and Ferguson Donovan and Donovan what's his name? Donovan Bailey I don't or know Donovan him. I can't remember. Anyways, man, they have no clue. Because they're talking they were talking about they were talking about how and and this is another one of my pet peeves. They were talking about Jeremiah Mazzoli competing for the starting job in Ottawa. Are you kidding me? Okay. I don't even yeah, yeah, know. Yeah. I don't even know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to stop you there. First off, I'm going to go back to what I originally asked, what, what quality of show or professionalism. Quality of show is, is a technical thing. Did it sound good? Was it professionally set up? Was it all that kind of stuff? That, that's the quality of the show. And 
Yeah. Our our quality is limited to Blog Talk Radio. Okay, we, yeah. we, we I try to do this as 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 bang on as possible, but I you know I get tripped up all the time by the this inferior Blog Talk program, and I really would love to change from Blog Talk Radio, but we have 560 archived episodes in here, and I really don't want to lose them. So until I can figure out or put some effort into finding out whether or not I can move them somewhere, then, then that's where we are. But the professionalism is what you're talking about, which is the quality of the information of the participants. And it was yeah. actually a really – the Waggle was a good show when it was Davis Sanchez and James Cybowski. Yes, it was. Yes, that it was. was. A wonder, that was an amazing podcast. I listened to it. Absolutely. I loved it. They knew what the hell they were talking about. They was bang on. They were very professional. Okay? Yeah. Yep. But since those guys left, James Cybelski left, um, what was it, CFL.ca? Is that where the waggle comes from? Yeah, see, they, he left CFL yep. and went over to Sportsnet or something else. I don't know where he went. I, he's still a friend on Facebook. We still chat every once in a while. A very knowledgeable man, Davis Sanchez, very knowledgeable football player. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny because we were talking the other day about uh, Milt Spiegel was speaking off about something, and I said, why do people make this assumption that this guy knows what he's talking about, right? And he, Milt Spiegel does not know what he's talking about a lot of the time. And he's, So what if he was a football player? That doesn't mean that he actually paid attention to the game or he paid attention to his part of the game. Okay, I don't know whether because he, he doesn't know the the rules, he doesn't know the the program in in, in how the the business side of things work. He he's all, he has no idea how the CFLPA works. It's it's a, blows my mind, and he's on the panel on TSN as, as an authority. Mm-hmm. And, and they make know, money. I'd like, and they make good money doing this. And honestly, yep. I, I can honestly say I, I know more about football than Milt Stiegel does, or it's Canadian football. Yep, me too. And, and he played for fucking 20 years or something, didn't he? Yeah, it doesn't matter, though. You don't have to be – No, it, you don't have to be – Obvious. You don't have to be – you don't have to be a student of the CFL if you play there. You don't have to be. You don't have to be. No. Okay. No, you're told what to do. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm. Okay. Uh, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes I'm a little bit down on our show because I think it's kind of hillbillyish. But you know what? And I mean, I think I've probably listened to our show more than you have. And well, I don't listen on, to it. I have sometimes, and it's on par with everybody else, if not better. And yeah. of course, that is my that is my unbiased opinion. But hey, whatever. Or biased whatever. opinion, whichever you prefer. Whatever, um, yes. So, yeah, no, I, I do this show for myself. Yeah, okay. Me too. I have fun talking football with you, with Charles, and with anybody else that comes on board that is smart enough to talk football with us. And it's a challenge right. to find people because the, the thing about it is, is you might be extremely knowledgeable in football, but if you can't make decisions split second when we're live on the air we don't have the ability to cut and let you process something and then come back to you and and say okay well what do you think now now that you've had 15 minutes to process what you're doing right and and 
I'm having problems with the baby in the background here. I don't know if it's getting loud, but That's okay. we'll see what happens. Um, but that, okay, so this is the lack of professionalism side of things that we have. I'm pretty sure the yeah, waggle doesn't have a baby, baby crying in the background, right? Yeah, but the waggle but, doesn't live in the same house that you do, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's unfortunate. This this has to happen every once in a while, and I apologize to everybody out there. That it's it's bedtime, and he's not happy right now. Okay. Of course so anyhow, not. let's talk. Let's let nine. Yeah. I, what do you mean? I never argue about going to bed. You want to send me to bed? I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you're an old man, so that's why. Right. I mean that that's how you can tell when you're an adult, right? Is when you don't argue about taking a nap. That's correct. Um, that's correct. So you've never, anyhow, anyhow, obviously, obviously, you've never used the blue technique on your grandson, so. I'm not allowed to do any techniques on him. They get mad at me when I do okay. things like that. Oh, do they? Okay. I, I, I don't know what it is, but I'm just saying that, yeah, I'm not allowed to backhand him. No, I wouldn't do that. It's, 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 a, it's a technique I developed called a blue technique, okay? Yeah, and, okay. And what, what you do is when he makes noise like that, you put your foot on his throat. Ah, until and his eventually, face turns blue? Yeah. And then when his face turns blue, you take your foot off. And usually yeah. you only have to do that. You usually only have to do that two or three times before he stops. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I wouldn't be allowed to do that. I just tell you that. I don't right know now. what's wrong with I don't know what's wrong with that. Okay, so I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. Okay. So anyhow, anyway. we'll carry on. Let's Let's talk to football. Yes. Um, I like. Okay. I don't mind the discussion about podcasts because I mean, there's a there's a lot of podcasts out there. But you know, the one thing that I've noticed about them, short of the Waggle and and Frank's show, which is uh, Candid Frank Live, which I don't know, is he still doing the show? No, he's not. He does. He's not. He does something. He does something live on Facebook, but it's all encompassing sports. I do believe. Oh, okay. He talks about um, the one thing, he talks about baseball and and hockey and yada 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 yada. No, no, I so. don't do that. Um, um, there really isn't a lot of podcasts out there that talk about the CFL. There's a lot of podcasts no. out there that talk about the Edmonton Elks, and there's a lot of podcasts that talk about the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and there's a lot, you know, you know what I mean. Is they're very individualized, yep. but there's very few podcasts yep. that talk about the the entire scope of the CFL. I know um, what's his name, uh, Three Down Nation. Uh, they have a podcast. I've never listened to that, um, but I can't believe that it's it, it, it's all that professional because their articles aren't. I mean, for some somebody right. who focuses on the on the concept of a three down football, which is the CFL, the Canadian Football League that we know of, you would think that they would be knowledgeable in the thing, but their articles are garbage. And uh, so how could their podcast be any better? I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to criticize their podcast because I've never listened to it, but no, whatever. And, and for me, the biggest difference between everybody's podcast and ours is we literally, we literally come on air and we have a conversation for two hours. That's what we have. We have sort Correct. of a set agenda, but we have sort of a set agenda, but if we go off of that, we can. And I think it's 
I think it's more just guys having a conversation, and it's not it's not stuffy, and it's not it's not. I I just hate those other. They're they're horrible to to listen to. To be honest with you, just saying. Yeah, and, I, couple, and I don't like to the, toot my. Couple, I don't like to. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You don't like to toot your horn, but you're damn good at I it. I don't right? like to toot my horn. Um, the one podcast that I do like is the Bombers podcast, but that is too. That that most that podcast consists of them interviewing a player once a week, and that's pretty good, to be honest with you. Um, and, and, and they've great. been doing it a long time. But but so. that's not what we. Well, anyhow, what I what I try to do is I want to talk about real realic, realistic, real time issues within the CFL at this moment in time. Not what happened two weeks ago or three weeks ago or last year. Right now, like our agenda, Charles puts his well, agenda to yeah. great. Everything that's in there, it, it happened in the last seven to ten days. Yeah, and and the nice thing, the nice thing is, I think the difference with our podcast is we say whatever we want to say. Now, some of the more sometimes that's not podcast, good. Well, no, but most of the time it is. Some of the guys, some of the guys like the waggle that are on a podcast. I mean, they have to hold their tongues a little bit because they talk to these players all the time. We never see these players, okay? So I don't give no, a shit. Or Randy and, and, and Brody. Like, right, and if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. I'm yes. sorry, it is. And yeah. a lot of those guys cover that stuff up, and we don't because we have no skin in the game. We're just guys talking about football. I know. And, and you know what bothers me the most is somebody like Matt Dunnigan, who's on the panel. Again, he, he actually yep. is fairly knowledgeable on the football side of things, although he's not very articulate in how to present his argument. But he uh-huh. goes off and he, and he talks about how, how elite Jeremiah Mazzoli is as a quarterback. And he goes on and on and on about – how awesome this guy is, and I can't believe the guy's still in the CFL. I can't believe he stayed in the CFL more than two years, okay? Uh-huh. And, and there's a lot of players like that. I mean, and you and I have had our differences over the years, but I don't think Bo Levi Mitchell has ever been a quality football player in the CFL. But according to Matt Dunnigan, fuck, he's way better than Doug Flutie ever was. He, 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 is, he is the biggest fan of Bo Levi Mitchell there is. Right, I mean, he just goes on and on and on about him and ad nauseum, and it just it makes me want to vomit. I, I'm not mm-hmm. denying that Mitchell's not a good quarterback. I don't believe that you get into the CFL without being a good quarterback. Yes, and and, and even, maybe even a, a great quarterback. Well, I, he's not. I, a, I would, he's not an I elite. Argue, I would argue with you there that you have to be good to get into the CFL. My perfect example is Jake is Jake Mayer. Okay. Anyways, right. but if you go you go back and look at Jake Mayer's college film, yeah, he lit it up. Okay. Yeah, everybody, well, everybody, if, every quarterback in is college. here. I, agreed. That's what I'm saying. Is they they were all elite college football players. Okay. Yeah. Everybody was the top of the class. They were the best of the best out there. They did amazing things as a quarterback. Right. And yes. look at Johnny Menzel, Feisman Trophy yes. winner. 
couldn't play football to save his life in the, in professional. You see, I can, okay. I can, I can, right. I can compare Doug Flutie and Bo, Lev, Bo Levi Mitchell in this way. Okay. Doug Flutie was a great quarterback. He improvised on the run. He did whatever he needed to do. Okay. Bo Levi Mitchell was a great quarterback because he told everybody he was a great quarterback and he believed in himself. And and I'm sure he's a greater quarterback in his own mind than in anybody else's mind, but he still showed a whole bunch of leadership when he did play for a good team. I don't I, think I, I, I don't think he should be in the CFL anymore, but that's just my opinion. I I 100% agree with you on everything there. I don't I I've always looked at him as his ability to play football. Okay? And his ability to play football never impressed me. Not from day one, okay? But you are 100% correct. He is a leader. He is, was the leader of the Saskatchewan, or sorry, the Calgary Stampeders, and he did amazing things. That team did amazing things under his leadership, not well, necessarily under you, his, his skill set. Or you, could, or you don't necessarily got to call it leadership. You could call it, and I hate to use this word, you could call it his game management. Yeah, he was way more than a game manager, but yes. Well, but but in reality, you know, I mean, he he he. It's it's the same as, you know, you're. Out, I'm listening to free agency talk and stuff like that. Okay, and apparently I've heard rumors that Brady Oliveira is looking for three hundred thousand dollars yes. plus a season. Okay. Yeah. And yes, he's been running behind that monstrous Winnipeg offensive line for two years. Okay, I could run behind that line at sixty years old and still look effective. Okay, yes. so like, buddy, don't you know? And once again, it goes back to looking from the outside in. Don't you realize this? And on top of that. If you look around the league right now, there are so many high-caliber running backs that are free agents this year that it's ridiculous. You're not that much better than the second-best guy. Sorry. No, in all honesty, if BC was to be looking for a quarterback or a running back right now, I would take A.J. Olette, although I hate pronouncing his name that way, over Brady Oliveira. And I pro- and right. out of them all, I would I, I would take Kadeem Carey. Right. Okay. Right. Because Kadeem Carey played football behind not a great O line. No. Calgary well, Calgary hasn't had a great O line for a, a, a few years now, probably since yeah, 2018. But, and I find Kadeem Carey gets hurt quite easily. So, but that's just my opinion. And and, that and the, might the be because he doesn't have an O line. Well, the rumor is there's no chance he's signing in Calgary at all. There's none whatsoever. Yeah. No. yeah. So. 
and, and, and that may be, and I don't know the history with him, and that come, comes back to the Bo Levi Mitchell argument, is everybody wants the Bo of old, and what they're getting is old Bo. Well, but once again, and here's the thing, okay, and you probably don't realize this, but these past two years with Kadeem Carey, the first year of his contract, Calgary paid him $290,000 a season. His second That's way year, too much money. They, his second year, they paid him $300,000. What a waste of fucking money. I, I honestly don't think there's a running back in the CFL that's worth over 180. I wouldn't pay one no, of them over $180,000. Nor a D lineman. I would go cheap, and I would say nobody's over 150 running back wise. So, but I, I I still think you should pay D lineman and offensive lineman the big money because that's what wins games for you. Uh, uh, yeah. O-lineman, no question. Left tackle should be the second highest player on your team. And that's mm-hmm. always been said, right? And, and right. where that's gone, I have no idea. What, how receivers are making three hundred grand? how running backs are making three hundred grand? how D-linemen are making three hundred grand? I, it's un, a, you know, it boggles the mind. And, and, and you know what? That should be our motto this year, looking from the outside in, because I am sorry – no receiver is worth $300,000 a season. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. Even Milt Stiegel and what's his name uh, from BC? Come on, help me. The guy you don't like very much. Um, the leading, yeah, Roy Simon. Leading, yes. They weren't worth $300,000 a season, and they were fantastic receivers. Oh, without question. So, right? So is okay. Brian Burnham. Yes, yes. Okay, so it comes back to to my very brief nine months out of my life that I worked in a union job, okay? And this is going back 32 years ago. Every position in the job, in the plant, had a pay grade, okay? And it didn't matter about seniority, didn't matter anything else. That job paid this amount of money, okay? Now, I think they should implement that in the CFL because they're always worried about penny-pinching and trying to make sure that they get everything. Running back is good for 120 to 180 grand. A receiver is worth 150 to 200 grand, okay? A Mm D-lineman is 50 to 220, okay? Whatever. And so outside of your rookie contract, you start at the bottom – and as you progress and can negotiate up to the higher rank, but no D lineman should be paid more than $220,000. That's the maximum market value for a D lineman. Okay. Free agency would go away. Free agency is killing this sport. Okay. I, I know it's the way that the players get the most amount of money. It's a short career. They, they abuse their bodies and they need to make everything they can. And I, I understand all of that, but as a business owner, as a business owner, I wouldn't tolerate this shit, and I don't understand how the, the nine owners of this league tolerate the shit that goes on. And I understand the salary cap is there, but if you're paying, all of a sudden paying receivers and running backs 300 grand, the, the, the salary cap needs to be $1.5 or $15 million. Right. 
because you can't, can't do it for five point five million. We we can't afford fifteen million dollars. Of course not. We can't afford five point five. No, we can't. There, I mean, there are teams in this league right now that are struggling to make that payment, that, that, that payroll. Right? Yes, there are teams out there like Winnipeg and Saskatchewan who are not struggling to do that. I don't think BC's struggling, and uh, you know, but Ottawa is, Edmonton is, Montreal is. You know, and and we have to have a strong league wide. Otherwise, you know, what are we doing? So, free agency, this this stupidity of trying to uh, pay. Some amount, and you know Chris Jones is bad at this. Toronto's bad at this. Winnipeg is terrible at this. Look, they had Justin Medlock at two hundred eighty thousand dollars, a fucking kicker. Yeah. I mean, he's not even a football player. No. So I, no, you know, I, 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 I don't understand. You know, you have this. The league has to do something about this before it gets out of control. And I know you've got to argue with the CFLPA and da 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 But let's face facts. The, the, the league has all the cards when it comes to negotiation, all of them. Okay? These players haven't got $5 million in the bank from the last two years that they can live for a year on strike. Right. Okay. They just don't. And, and, and nope. we can replace them for half the value of what they're worth right now. I remember the one time that we had a strike, and it, we're going back probably seven years ago or something like that. And I was uh, helping Mike uh, Townsend uh, admin a indoor football league um, group. It, it encompassed all of the leagues, and like there's 26 leagues down in the States or something like this for an indoor and arena. And I posed them a question. And I said, would you play football in Canada for $55,000 a year? And the response that I got back was almost unanimous, and they said, we would play for half of that. Yep. Because it's five times more than we're making in the Arena League. Yep. Now, I understand that $55,000 a year is pretty much a poverty wage, but people, the kids that are getting that that rookie contract are 23 years old, 24 years. They still live with mom. They're supposed to. They shouldn't have four kids. There's something wrong with society if the 23-year-old guy has four kids. But it happens, uh-huh. especially in America. But you know what I right. mean? I mean, $55,000. How many people in your life, when you were 23 years old, were you making $55,000 a year? No. It was. Yeah, I was. Were you? So was I. But but I that's beside but the point. Hold, hold on. But hold on. Hold on. We're the exception. I, al- I also had three jobs. Oh, okay. okay? And I used to yeah. work 20 hours a fucking day. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Because no, why I was, would I need I was, to sleep? I was working as a computer engineer in the heyday when we were making money. Now they don't make money. Okay. No, they don't. But There's too many No, they don't. There's too many of them, and computers fix themselves or, or design themselves. Yes, yes, you don't have yes. to do the you hard gotta work turn, anymore. You've got you to turn it on and turn it on. People, you know what? I, I look at people at my office. plug it in. Well, no, no. I look at people at my office, and I use this magic word sometimes, and I say flow charting, and they look <laughs> at me like, what are, you, what are you talking about? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You remember? I actually took six classes on flow charting. Flow charting. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, and it was a major part of Boolean no algebra. Idea. Right. People have no idea what that is. Okay. No, I know. I know. And, I know. I know. And and I hardly ever used it myself, but I had to take the course. It was part well, of no, it. You have, so you have to flow chart. I mean, it, it, it's how yeah. you troubleshoot. Do this, do yeah. that. What what was the answer? Okay, you got this result, so go over here. Do this. If you got yeah. that result, you have to go over there. You got to try this. You got to. It's all a process of elimination for me when I was working in a field. And you know, right. my favorite line was was F O um, R Y F M. Uh huh. Did you read Which your fucking manual? R R Y F. Yeah. <laughs> read your fucking manual. Yeah, and and yeah. today, today troubleshooting is really simple. You shut it Push down and turn it back on again. Yeah, shut it off yeah. and turn it back on again. You're done. Okay. Yeah, everything's all happy. So fixes itself. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. So yep. Let, let's yep. talk. Some, let's go and actually talk some football or follow this agenda that uh, Charles has worked really hard to get onto, and we'll go from there. Okay. I mean, hey, we can come back to this because I, I honestly believe that I would love to make our podcast better. I, I don't have the time and effort to do it. I, I, we were really doing well when Kelly Bale was our producer. I know nobody likes Kelly, but he took care of all of the important things. Like yeah, he did the, think... the, the intro recordings. He went out and bought those. He, he, he hooked us up on Stitcher and Podbean and all of the you know, iTunes. And, you know, he did all of that grunt work that I, I don't have the time or patience to do. I would love somebody right. to be able to come in and say, okay, and like if you look at our show online uh, in, on Blog Talk, it says let's talk CFL podcast episode number 561. It doesn't say the yeah. date. It, or it, it does. It comes up with the date, but you know what I'm saying? It doesn't say – Kelly used to go back and edit it and then put in all the topics that we used to talk about. Right. right? So that – Somebody could go through it and go, oh, yeah, he's talking about Mitz, Milt Stiegel being an idiot. And, and then he'd listen to the podcast because he wanted to listen to what we said about Milt Stiegel. Right? It, and, and I'm not going to say that that's what would happen. But, you know, it, and really all it says is let's talk CFL podcast episode 561. You know, it, it, it doesn't even say Christopher yeah, and Will but, went on a rant for half an hour. Yeah, but you know what? I, I listen to all kinds of podcasts. And I don't know what's on them. I just listen to them well, and see whatever happens. A perfect example I, is I, I listen to, I don't know if you've heard, I mean, you've heard about the Joe Rogan podcast, right? I'm sure you've heard about oh, yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I watch a little bit of it on TikTok. I listen to it all the time, and I never okay. look to see what's on or who's on. And every day, every day, it's the same thing for me. At lunchtime, I go out. To get a cup of coffee, and I put on Joe Rogan's podcast, and it's a treat for me because I don't know who's going to be on there, and it's great right. to listen to because he has such a a wide variety of interests. He puts everybody on there. It's great. He it's does. Awesome. He's, I I've really had a problem with a few of them lately. He he doesn't seem to be very bright, or at least um, aware of his topic. 
Well, and and it's kind kind especially when he's talking about Canadian politics. Well, no, no. You see, there's my biggest pet peeve with him. He usually is very well versed on who he's got on his thing, but then he starts talking about Canada and it being communist and yeah. Trudeau, and he's and he's right about Trudeau. But you know what? If you're gonna make a comment. Could you please read something about Canada, you fucking American? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. That's my only. Agreed. That's my only problem with them. That's my only problem with them. So. Yeah. So. Okay. It's pretty cool. Anyways. Let, getting let, back let, to let's football. Go, let's let's well, go to we, the agenda. Let's talk about football. Let's go to the agenda. Okay. So. There's really not much to talk about a lot of things here, but he's back. Winnipeg Blue Bombers have signed quarterback Chris Strebler. Okay, so I am not a Chris Strebler fan. I never have been. I, I didn't think he was that good. He has couldn't throw the ball to save his life when he was in Winnipeg. Um, it was broken play mania. Uh, yeah, he grabbed the ball and he ran like hell. It reminded me a lot of Darian Durant. No skills as a quarterback, but just the, you know, meat between the ears. Wasn't smart enough to, to play the game, but just grab the football and run like hell. And, and, and was successful at it. And uh, couldn't read defenses, couldn't. And has he got better being down in the NFL for three, four years? Possibly. I mean, it was 2019 he won the Grey Cup, so 2020 he went down there. He's played on a, a lot of teams. He's been kicked around like a pair of old shoes. Um, and now he's back in the CFL because, A, either he doesn't have a, a, his money didn't do well, he didn't make enough money down there, or and people are saying, oh, he's, he's only here, he's not worried about the money, he's here because he, he just loves the game and he wants to play. Bull fucking shit. If, if, if there was an NFL team that came knocking on his door, he would be gone so fast to make your head spin. He would be down there for the money. And it's not because he wants to play the game. It's not because of anything other than the fact he's going down there for the money, and his dream has always been to play in the NFL. I, and I don't blame him. I'm, I'm not, this isn't a bad thing. I'm not knocking him in any way, shape, or form any more than I would say anything bad about Nathan Rourke and what he's doing because I think it's what, he's following his dream. I, I 100% agree with these guys going down to the NFL and trying to get the big paycheck. But don't be giving me shit. Don't give us a line of shit and tell me that he's coming back to the CFL because he, he, he loves the game and he wants to play it and he's not worried about the money. Because that's just a crock of horse shit. I, I, I got enough horse shit around the ranch that I don't need any more. So Strebler's coming back to the Bombers. And they let go of Drew Brown, who is an unproven entity. Yes, I understand that. But then so is Strebler. He, he, he came up and showed up big in the back in the fourth quarter of a Grey Cup game, and that was about it. And I don't know. I... He's come in with a $120,000 salary, which is reasonable. For a backup quarterback, that's reasonable. It's incentive-latent. So if he plays, if Zach Claris goes down for whatever reason and he plays more, then Strebler's going to get more money, and, and so be it. And, and, he, and he should if he ends up being the starter in Winnipeg. He shouldn't be making starter money. And I'm, I'm not arguing with that. But I just don't think he's that good of a quarterback. He doesn't impress me. What's your thoughts, Will? Okay, so 
they signed Chris Trevler. So to yes. me that means to me that means they have no intention of signing Brady Oliveira. Because Chris Trevler well, is a running back is, in my mind. He's a running back. Okay? He's a running back. And they have and they did recently in the last two weeks, a guy you're always mentioning, they signed Johnny Augustine again. Okay? Or Augustino yes. again. So Augustine. once again, yeah. Once again, the last the last running back in Winnipeg to look for big money um, went, didn't went get to Toronto. it. Didn't get it, and he was a and in my mind, he's a way better running back than Brady Oliveira. Okay, so Let, yes and no. He was at the Andrew end Harris, of his career, but. Yeah, he, he was at the end of his career, but he was better at the pri- in the prime of his career, no doubt about it. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Andrew Harris is probably one of the greatest running backs that the CFL's seen. Okay, I I, yes. I know that. I don't particularly like him. I think he's an arrogant dick. But and, and you know, I'm, I'm full of opinions. Um, but you cannot deny his talent. He was an amazing nope. running back. Yep. Okay. Yep. And. Yep. And yes, he was definitely better than Brady Oliveira is today. And the only thing that Brady Oliveira has going for him is he's a Canadian. Yeah. Which usually, as a running back in a ratio breaking position, and I hate that term, um, Andrew Harris was always a problem because if Andrew Harris got hurt, you had to have a Canadian running back to back him up. Otherwise, you're, right. you're fucking all, people all over the place. And that's what Wally Buono always did. When Andrew Harris got knocked out of a game, then all of a sudden, you know, somebody's playing safety and this is moving around here and defense is all muzzled up and because you, had to, you lost a, a ratio position. Right. And so um, that's where Brady Oliveira really only has value because of Johnny Augustine. Okay, it, it, to go to another team, like let's say Montreal or or anywhere, um, what happens when he goes down? And he will. I mean, you can't have a running back run for 18 games straight. It it, it it's unrealistic that he's going to survive all 18 games. Uh, it's doable, but it you know highly unlikely. Um, Who's going to back him up, and, and how does that affect your 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 strategy and your your roster? So, Brady Oliveira, hometown is Winnipeg. Winnipeg has a backup Canadian running back. He's an idiot to go anywhere. If he's going to free agency, see what other teams will pay him, and then try to get Winnipeg to match it. He should be begging Winnipeg to stay at home. You know, this is where the true term hometown discount comes in. There is nobody suited better in the CFL. No other team suited better for Brady Oliveira than Winnipeg. No difference than there is no team suited better for Bo Levi Mitchell than the Calgary Stampeders. Well, and then when the Calgary Stampeders no longer wanted him, he should have retired. Yeah, but you can't blame a guy for trying to make the maximum amount of money in his lifetime. So No, not at all. That's not at all. And that's what he's doing. And once again, and that's why I'm going to use, 
I'm going to use this term a lot this year, outside looking in. Why the hell would Hamilton have ever signed Bo Levi Mitchell? How impressive was he last year? Not. So not. Getting, back to, getting back to Chris Trebler, when it was announced the other day that he had re-signed, I happened to see a post online by a bunch of Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans, and my only comment was, you know, the quarterback in in the CFL, quarterback situation in the CFL is kind of bleak right now. It's not the strongest yeah. it's ever been. It's not the strongest it's ever been. And I'm sorry to say this, but by signing Chris Strebler, it didn't get any better. No. Just my opinion. Now, now let, just because, and, and, and sake of argument here, I think the CFL needs Chris Strebler. Okay? I, I don't have a problem with him coming back to the CFL. Okay? Okay, let me, ask, we let look, me ask you a question. Okay. Let me ask you a question. What is the thing yeah. that 90% of the fans or even non-fans remembers Chris Strebler for? Uh, a fur coat, bare chest in the parade. Right. And guess what? That was his girlfriend's fur coat. Mother. And girlfriend's he, mother's, mother's fur girlfriend. Coat. And and he's not with her anymore, so the fur coat's gone. Yeah. So Chris Trevler might make some money on the side with a fur coat company sponsoring him. You never know. Yeah. Well, I think he's a so. spokesperson for Princess Auto or something because I think I think some corporate sponsors have stepped up to backfill his contract out of the salary cap. Right. Okay. And and we all know that that happens. And yeah. So be it. Um, no, I mean if you look around the league right now, and and BC Lions have a quarterback, Ver, Vernon Adams. Okay. They're, they're good at quarterback. They do need a backup, no doubt about it. Okay. Edmonton, uh, McLeod Bethel-Thompson. Okay. I, I'm not a fan, but he's a solid quarterback. Okay. Uh, Calgary, Jake Mayer. Calgary needs some help, whether they need a strong backup or they need a, a, a better number one. They need some help. Saskatchewan has Trevor Harris. Trevor Harris – I don't think he's completed a full season of football in his CFL career, which is 10 years. So how long is he going to last before he's gone? Who do they have backing him up? Mason fine. Saskatchewan needs a quarterback. Okay. Winnipeg has Zach Caleros. If Zach Caleros is healthy, he's the best quarterback in the league. Uh, who's backing him up? What was Drew Brown? It's now Chris Strebler, whatever. Uh, Toronto has Chad Kelly. There's also and Troy Krukop as well. In, in Winnipeg, yeah. Yes. And, and then you go over to Hamilton, and you got Bo Levi Mitchell backed up by um, Powell. I don't remember his first name. I want to say right. Chad, but it, it's not. It's Chad Kelly. It's uh, somebody Powell. And then uh, you go up to Ottawa, so so now we're at Saskatchewan, and Hamilton needs a quarterback. We're now going over to Ottawa. Ottawa's number one quarterback is Jeremiah Mazzoli. Oh, my God, no, they just signed Drew 
Drew Brown, who is an unproven entity. He started two games last year in his CFL career. Uh, betting the farm forget, on him is ridiculous. And, and, and don't forget they still have Chroma as well, who played most of their games last year. Yeah, and, and played well. I, yeah. You know, consider, considering the team that he had around him, I thought he played very well. Same with Powell yeah. and Hamilton. And then you yeah. go over to Winnipeg, or Montreal, and you've got Cody Fajardo, who is a useless piece of shit, in my opinion, who, who caught lightning in a bottle for one game last year and, uh, and took home the Grey Cup. Uh, so Montreal and, could use and, a quarterback, even though they don't believe it. And, well, no, no, and turned it into a two-year extension as well. So You turned it into a two-year extension, which uh, I just felt loud. Anyhow, so there's four, five, possibly five, Calgary, Saskatchewan, Ottawa, Hamilton, and possibly Montreal that need a quarterback. So Strebler, Chris Strebler is needed in this league. He is better than Jake Mayer. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Chris Strebler knows how to find the end zone. <laughs> yeah, from the five-yard line. Je- what Jake Mayer can play between the 20s. Okay. Yeah, Saskatch- Saskatchewan... Yeah. Is it needs Chris Strebler or somebody like him. Not somebody like him, but they need a quarterback. We don't have quarterbacks knocking down the door of the CFL right now. We're, this is the worst CFL class I've ever seen in 50-some-odd in years, uh, 51 years of, uh, 52 years of watching the CFL. This is the worst I've ever seen the quarterbacks. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And it showed last year in the quality of play. It was yes, terrible it football games for the first half, three quarters of the season. The back half started to pick up and actually look good, but that's when they started playing Trey Ford, Crum, Powell, you know, got rid of the idiots that they, we were paying the big mucks, bucks for, Trevor Harris, Jeremiah Mazzoli, Bo Levi Mitchell, all those guys that were bringing home four, $500,000 and, and were on the injury list most of the year. Okay. So. And, and the rumor, Chris, the rumor going – the rumor going around right now that I've heard recently is Trey Ford is going to BC. I, and I wouldn't argue with that. I, I think he, he compliments same kind Vernon of, Adams. Same kind, of, same kind of quarterback. Good athlete yeah, who can yeah. run. Same, same game plan. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Right? I, 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 I wouldn't argue with that. I honestly don't think Trey Ford – is that good of a quarterback. I don't think his skill set is there. I don't think his training is there. Everybody loves him because he's a Canadian. Everybody loves him because he won some games for Edmonton last year. He stopped the losing streak. But who did he beat? Ottawa a couple times and Hamilton. Yeah, but you know what? You, you know, gotta look at the guy you gotta look at the guy. You can see you can see his athletic ability and he needs hundred percent. He needs a quarterback mentor, and to me, that would be Scott Milanovic or or Dave Dickinson, to be honest with you. Yeah, or Dave Dickinson, because um, he need, and it's not he's not going to find it with a Chris Jones team, not even close. No, 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 no. I, he will excel in BC. Will he ever be a competent starter? I don't know if he has that skill set. I do. I, I do. don't know if he if, he needs he needs if to be he learned, trained up. 
Yeah. If he learns how to throw the ball and not run as his first option. Because he's yeah. still in that mindset. Yeah. He's still in that mindset. So I I I I don't understand why quarterbacks do that. I would think me personally, I have you ever you you played football in, in high school, so did I. Yes. The yes. linemen the linemen, both defense and offense, have big football pads. Right? They yes. have yes. They have good big protection. They they they're big men and they these make them look even bigger. Okay? Quarterbacks as a rule have this light little shoulder pads so that it doesn't uh interfere with their throwing motion of the uh, you know and everything else. So they they have to be mobile, they have to do this. I wouldn't want to get hit by those big guys. Throw the ball. I I I I love watching Dave Dickinson, Travis Lule, uh, Casey Printers, uh, Matt Dunnigan, Buck Pierce play football. I love the style of football that they play. I wouldn't do it. If I was a quarterback in the CFL, I'd be the Ricky Ray Bola Levi Mitchell that sits in the pocket and the pocket collapses. I throw the ball and run away. You know, it, I don't want to get hit by those big guys. And I don't blame Bola Mitchell for his style of play. I don't run. Why would I run? You know, throw the ball. Yep. Or Anthony Calvillo, yep. right? Throw, throw the ball into the crowd. Do, do something. Don't get hit. You get hit, you, you, your career gets shortened. Unless you're too stupid to know any better, which like Damon Allen. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just... I don't know. Quarterbacking right now is a problem in the CFL, and it's not going to get any better anytime quick. It's just not. No, it doesn't look like it. They gotta, they gotta start developing new guys. It's that simple. It's that simple. But we don't. So. Ha- you know who we're missing in the CFL? Yes, we're missing John Huffnagel and Wally Buono, who who actually found quarterbacks and everything else. But it was Roy Sh- Shivers, Shivers, Roy Shivers. Yeah. He he yeah. he had connection down south. He found the quarterbacks. Okay, we we miss yeah. him. You know, sure. somebody has to have their hand on the pulse of America because that's where they are. It's not Brandon Bridge, Trey Ford, Michael Connor. Uh, that's not who we're looking for. You know, everybody in the CFL gets jumping up and down because some Canadian made it onto a team. But Yeah, who cares? <laughs> they're underperformers, right? And and you know what everybody you know Nathan Rourke, I can't call him a Canadian. You know no, his last really. two years of high school were in America. All of his college was in America. Yeah. You know yeah. he, he, he's trained American football player. Who cares where his passport is? I don't care. He would have made the CFL yeah. if he wasn't a Canadian. Sure. Okay. I agree. Same yep. way, Doug. Same way Doug Flutie did. And same way Alex Singleton. He was going yep. to be a Canadian. He was going to get picked up by a team until he actually got his Canadian, I'm not going to say citizenship, but he got the okay to be in the draft. And then they, nobody yeah. could sign him until the draft went through. Right. Because he was going to, he was, the teams were fighting over him. And then all of a sudden he yep. got his Canadian status. And then it had to go to the draft. So, 
The sooner we fourth, get rid of uh, the ratio, the better. Fourth, fourth, fourth leading, uh, fourth leading uh, tackler, by the way, in the NFL this year. I know. Yep. So. Nothing the matter with that. I, I don't have a problems with that Alex Singleton in any aspect. I don't have pro- he, he would have made the CFL with or without his Canadian status. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind about that. I just don't like when he went away and then started trashing the CFL and, and, and talking down to it. And you know what? You, you, you couldn't have made the NFL unless you had your stint in the CFL. And that's the same with Doug Flutie. That's the sa- same with Nathan Rourke. That's the same with, hey, it's the same with Cam Wake. I mean, talk about somebody who yep. had a, an amazing career that wouldn't have gone in the NFL if he didn't play in the CFL. And he, Cam knows right. it. He says it all the time. He says the CFL is amazing. So, okay. So let's move on. It's talking about Canadian passports. Hamilton Tiger Cats have acquired Canadian linebacker Jordan Williams from Toronto Argonauts. Now, I need Charles on the podcast right now because it – is Jordan Williams not the Canadian linebacker that the BC Lions had and lost in free agency last year to Toronto? Yes, he was. Okay. Yes, he was. So now he's a yes, Ham- he now he's a Hamilton Tiger Cat, and yep. uh, they traded uh, draft picks back and forth, this, that, and everything else, and a couple other players and whatever else. So I mean, I like the kid. He was a good, he was a really good linebacker, and uh, in fact, he's a Canadian. It's better yep. for the team at this point in time. Again, speaking we're, we're talking ratio. Speaking yeah. of Canadians, also what happened this week was, remember the BC Lions cut Sean Lemon last year to bring in that guy who was yes. in the NFL. And, uh, and then, he, then, then he went to the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and they, we traded they him to Hamilton. Him week. They released yeah. him this week. So yeah. you can tell he's... His career is over. <laughs> he wasn't a Canadian, though. Yeah, he was. Was he? Oh, okay. Yeah, he was. My bad. Yep, he's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. So. Yeah, no, he's yeah, over. Interesting. Yes, it is. So. Oh, well. Yeah. So, Jordan Williams, good, good, good on him. Go off and do well with the Tie Cats. They they need all the help they can get right now. Um. Okay, next up on the thing is the Calgary Stampeders hire Andre Bolduc and Ryan Williams to Bolduc Bolduc to finalize their coaching staff. So they got their coaching staff all in place right now. I'm a little disappointed in that, and you know why. I really thought uh, Dave Dickinson would sort things out and drop one hat. Yeah, I still think he's going to be there for a couple years. Yeah, I, I, I think that's to the to the detriment of the Stampeders, in my opinion. We'll see what happens well, if yeah. they suck ass this week, year. He's, he's, he's going to have to do something. And 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 you can say what you want to say about the coaching and and for me, even the general manager, the Stampeders are going to suck ass this year because they don't have a quarterback. Okay, Who's they don't have a quarterback. Whose fault is well, that? Well, John Huffnagel's because he was the GM last year when they picked Jake Mayer and decided to make no. him the anointed one. Yes. No. Was Bo it Levi's... Dave Dickinson the G- GM last year? No, no, no. Bo Levi, or 
Dave Dickinson yes. didn't try trade Bo Levi Mitchell, though he did not, sir. No, it he didn't trade. It was after no. the fact. It was after yeah. the fact. Yes. So, yeah. So I, I mean, I, it, it's it's not Calgary's got to do something, and I and I think, to be honest with you, um, if this year is shitty, they should clean house. To be honest with you, that's my opinion. My opinion is they should have done it last year. Yeah, well, they're not gonna because they still no, made they the playoffs. So they still made the playoffs. They they, they made the playoffs, but that's only because Edmonton was so pathetic, and Saskatchewan went on a bender at the end. I think they all went yep. out and got well. They went yep. bowling. Absolutely. So absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Cal- Calgary made the playoffs because everybody around them sucked. I, I'm not convinced that Edmonton is going to be in that position this year. I, I think I'm expecting them to excel a little bit, at least a little bit. And yeah, I, I, yeah. No, I, I'm I not agree. as optimistic this year as I was last year. I really thought that they were going to win ten games, and uh, they ended up with four. Uh, but, you know, I'd like to see them get close to 500 football, and that's going to get you in the playoffs this year in the West. You know, and I was I, a little optimistic. I was a little optimistic last year about Calgary. This year I'm not optimistic at all. Yeah. Not even close. I, I'm really uh, torn about the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, I don't think Corey Mace has what it takes to make that a winning team right away. But he, but he but he seems to be a really popular guy, to be honest with you, because because uh, I mean, number one, the coaches he got from other teams, and it's all it's all a Calgary connection, tells you a yep. lot of stuff, and uh, you know, and actually the other the other article I was reading this week is uh, or the thing I heard is is Matthew Betts. Um, they're still putting their money on him signing in BC. And the only reason they're doing that is because, uh, what's his name is his John Bowman is his defensive line coach. And he loves John Bowman was his hero ever since he was a kid. So he's either going to be in BC or he's going to be in Montreal. One of the two. Yeah, I agree. So, I so. I, you know what, I, Matthew Betts. I was, I, I'm a fan. I, I, I love the guy watching the guy play football. He ha, plays with a lot of passion. Yep. But I think he would fall into the Stampeder. Uh, ooh, I'm, I, I've lost the word here. Uh, I think Matthew Betts was a – the success of Matthew Betts last year was a product of the overall defensive System. team of, of the BC Lions. System, yeah. It was everybody, everybody around him. If we did not have yeah. an all-star defensive back in, in there, in the coverage, shutdown coverage, he wouldn't have had enough time to get to the quarterback. Quarterbacks would have thrown the ball. Yeah. Okay, there wouldn't there, – there's never – Sacks are allowed because the DBs are doing their job. Yeah. Bottom line, right? So yeah. do, I, do I believe 
that Matthew Betts can jump into another team and perform at the same high level. Montreal had a good defense because their offense wasn't very good. Right. He might excel over there. I just, you don't know until it happens. I mean, personally, I, if I was Matthew Betts, I would sign with BC with a modest increase in pay and, and prove myself a second year. Okay? Now, instead of trying to get the big bucks and going out and failing. Okay? Now, that's the same argument that a lot of people had about Nathan Rourke. She should have stayed in BC, won a Grey Cup, created a legacy before you go down to the NFL. And he went off and got the money, and, he, and, he, and he's doing well because of it. Matthew Betts is good. Somebody is going to offer him a good, you know, 250000 plus. Okay? Might be up, up as high as three hundred grand because I heard that's what he's looking for. Uh, I don't know where all these three hundred grand players are coming from. There's only one player. There's only one position in the CFL that should be paid three hundred plus grand, and that's the quarterback. Sorry. Or an amazing left tackle. Yeah, even that's too much for a tackle. I agree. In the CFL. In the CFL. But I would but pay uh, you... Rob Murphy that to come back and play football for the BC Lions. Yeah, but if that's in how his, you're going to build in your his team. prime, in his prime. Well, but if that's if that's how you're going to build your team, then yeah, I would say that's where you spend the money. But not on receivers, not on running backs, not on D backs, not on linebackers. Sorry, no way, no how. No, no. Outside they're, they're looking in, baby. Too, way too easy. And there's so many of them out there, it's not funny. You know? Well, I mean, that, I mean, that's the argument I had with a guy today, and it was because, you know, he goes, oh, just because there are Americans up there that they think that you could think they're going to come in here and, and just light up the CFL and everything else. And I go, there's 20,000 Division A, Division One players graduate every year. Right. The 32 teams in the in the NFL take eight each. Yeah, that's that's less than 250 players. There's 20,000 Division One players that graduate. I'm not saying they're all it wonderful, is. but it's gotta, nope. there's got to be enough. There's got to be enough mm-hmm. to make another league. Okay, oh, there's got to be enough to make five more leagues in my mind. So. Yeah, I have no problems with that. So, yeah, I mean. I'm trying to get Charles in here. Is he there? Yeah, he's here. I'm just trying to get him in. So, you know, and and that's where, you know, oh, oh my God, the XFL and the the USFL, they're going to steal all the good talent from the CFL and we're going to have no players. And I go, bullshit. We could close our eyes and throw darts and get enough players down there. Yep. I agree. So I agree. Um we'll 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 see what happens. Okay. I I'm not it's not phoning out. Can you try and call in? He can call in if he wants. I don't know. Okay. Tell him that, or should I? I just did. Okay. Oh, did you? I gotta get. I gotta get back to the agenda here. Okay. Uh, 
Jordan Williams is in Toronto. Calgary Stampeders have hired their coaching staff. Al's release running back, William Stanback. Okay, this one is always a question for me. And, uh, John, are you there? Not. No, no. Apparently, not. the apparently the rumor is he's asking for big money again too. Okay. Well, he was injured most of last season. He has to re, you know, re-earn that reputation. And the he year before, just, he broke his he broke his leg in the first game of the year. He's he's yeah. old. He's old. He's old. You're not going to get big money in the CFL, like like. Know your place. I'm sorry. You got your, You finally got your Grey Cup ring. You know what? Settle yeah. for. I don't even. I don't even know if they offered him 150k to stay. Because he's not that. Carol. He's not that. He's not that good anymore. Carol, are you there? Hello. I, I'm here. Awesome. Welcome to the show, buddy. Yes. Thank you very Glad much. You can finally make it back out yes. to the show. Uh-huh. We'll go from there. Uh, yep. we, Will and I have uh, been entertaining ourselves here. Uh, we okay. ranted for the first 45 minutes before we even looked at the agenda. Cool. So, yeah, nothing I thought we'd rip through this agenda and there'd be nothing left of the show and I'd just hang up and go to bed. But, yeah, we're, we're like only two or three items in on in the agenda and we're, we're just rocking away here. We're actually well, talking about right. William Sandback being released. Well, right, oh, podcasts, uh, CFL, uh, ratios, cool. um, um, free agency, the lack of intelligence in um, commentators. Uh, you know, Charles, okay. I was, I was, I was. I agree with to, everything. Uh, Christopher, I was, I was mentioning to Christopher, you're, you're, you're a lucky guy because you are probably. No, I'm going to say you are. You are, you are on the best podcast about the CFL that there is. Okay, I agree. Just my opinion, just my opinion. But I've listened to all the other ones, and they got nothing on us, buddy. No, I've listened to some too. I, I, nothing has I been think, super impressive. And I've, I've honestly, I'm going to be honest, and I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back. I've heard a couple of other CFL pa- podcasts that aren't even close to the quality of ours. They're and terrible. I, and I I'm think, not going to name anybody, but. And I think we have no, we more did. knowledge. I think we have more knowledge. So yeah, there you go. I think we we complement each other because Charles has a, this phenomenal phenomenal recollection. Rec, no um, recollection. Recollection. Thank, Thank you. you. I, I, I'm not really good with the English language. Uh, recollection of what happened in the CFL in the past. Players, mm-hmm. games, all of these things. And it, it's amazing, and it impresses the shit out of me that you actually paid attention to all that kind of stuff. I never did. I, you know what? I don't care who wins and loses a game. I just like watching football. Um, I, my forte is more the business side of things and the contracts and the, and the, the, the rules and, and how the CFLPA and the, and the league comes together and – what would make the league better, whether it's the expansion. And I, I play in that realm of things. That's what I like. That's what I excel at, in my opinion. Maybe I don't in some people's opinion. And, and Will just has the ability to say what the hell he wants, and I love this. Will's yep. just, I, I Will's, think, Will's just think, a nice guy on the podcast, that's all. 
Yeah. I, I just I think we call well, there are people that would probably our, disagree our with that. But... We, yeah, well, of course. <laughs> most most of our fourths. Okay. Yeah. Most of the fourth person on the podcast. Although you did like a couple, you like Chris and, and Phil, and. But yeah, I've been okay. talking to I've been talking to Rudy first Rudy quite a bit lately. So. Yeah, he's he's sent me a few messages here, there, and everywhere. Rudy two point yeah, said me have been talking to me online too, but you know nothing nothing oh, going on you? there. Okay, so. So we're talking about William Stanback. He hasn't mm-hmm. done anything for the Montreal Alouettes in the last two years because he's been no. injured and hasn't been playing great football and didn't come back and do anything. And he's looking for big dollars. And the Al said, no, goodbye. And I, I can't blame them. Um, who out there is stupid enough to sign him? Good. I I don't know. He's well past his prime. I don't think he's got the same, the same step that he used to have. I think he slowed down quite a bit. He doesn't run with the power that he once did. I mean, if someone were to sign him cheap as a backup, maybe I could see it. But I don't think anyone out there is going to bring this guy in as a starter because he's not a starter anymore. He, He's on the downward slide of his career, and I'm not saying that to be insulting. He's been a great running back over the years, but he's hit that wall, and the injuries have helped him reach that wall. So I just don't oh, yeah. see him as really a uh, a, uh, a top-line running back anymore. He got his great cup last year, and they're good for him. But, I mean, he's no yeah. longer a starter. He doesn't have the, he doesn't have the starter um He's not a starter anymore. And in, and in reality, there are lots of starters out there that they can sign in free agency. Of course there is. To be honest with you. 100%. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I was really hoping for the BC Lions to get Johnny Augustine, personally. That, that could still happen. No, he, so he, he signed, signed with Winnipeg. Oh, did he say? Oh, okay, I just hadn't heard that. Okay. Yeah. Hey, maybe we'll yeah, end no, up with the other guy. Maybe we'll end up with Oliveira. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want him. Ben three. Yeah, let's, why? let's find all of. Why don't you sign Oliveira and Bet to three hundred thousand dollars a piece? Well, no, I mean and, the money's got to make and sense. And see how bad money at these guys. And see how bad that offensive line's going to be. Yeah, is all yeah. I can say. I. I I don't want to see Brady Oliver in, in BC. I, I honestly I don't. I I, I don't want to see Meisel there either because he's 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 not he's not who we need. But I'd be happy with AJ Willett. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because CJ gets to say his name all season long. Okay, so CJ would yeah. love that too. His name is Olay. Okay. Ole, ole, French. yeah, I guess. Ole, French, yeah. ole, ole, ole. Ole, ole. The Replacements. <laughs> I love that movie. Okay. Um, William Stanback is looking for big bucks, big starter money, and I don't think he deserves it, and I don't think he's going to get it. And Will's motto this week, it, Charles, just because you haven't been here, what, Will, what's your motto this year? My my motto, Charles, this this year, and this is going back to talking about the podcast and, and 
what some of these guys say on their podcasts and what some guys say on TSN, we have the ability to look from the outside in, and because we do that, we see everything. And and right. we can also give them we can also give them an honest opinion because we don't have to lick anybody's ass. Yeah, that's, I think that's right. fair actually. Yeah, it is. But I, bel- I I agree with you. But I'm going to take that that slogan and move it sideways yeah. because I think William Standback is going to be outside looking in. Yeah, probably. He's going to be looking. He's going to be out in the cold looking in. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Time to move Unless on. somebody like Saskatchewan signs them, because that's what they do. They seem to like uh, players that have uh, gone beyond their prime. Yeah, maybe. Well, they haven't changed their general manager over there, so. No, they haven't. You never no, know what's going to happen. Okay, no. so moving on here. CF- CFL unveils dates for draft training camp cut down day in 2024 so what <laughs> I, you know I, I, okay the, the days are important no. I, do, do, do we care about the combine no do we care about the draft no do we care about anything no okay here's what we do care about we, we already know when the first game of the season is right May 20th, Monday, May 20th, Winnipeg at Saskatchewan, 4 p.m. Eastern time. So that's, that's, that's the only date that is really important to us. Uh, training camp, yeah, it's okay. Rookie camp is okay. Rookie camp is May 8th. Training camp starts May 12th. Um, the draft, the draft is what? The combines are March 19th and 24th. It actually doesn't say when the draft is there. Okay, the draft is going to take April 30th. Okay, whoop-de-doo. Who cares? None of those guys are going to be impactful players this year. I really don't know how BC Lions have got such long odds to win the Grey Cup. confuses me. Don't forget, it's well, in your I think hometown. they were second, were they? to do that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Will. What was that? I said, I said, BC's the hometown this year, so it's pretty hard to go into your own place and play in the Grey Cup. So, it's true. They've done it twice before. They've, They've won done it twice. twice before at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Winnipeg Blue Bombers are plus two hundred. Argonauts are two twenty-five, and BC Lions are six hundred. Alouettes are 600. Stampeders are at 1,000. Ticats are at 12. Rough Riders, 15. Elks is 2,500. Red Blacks are at 2,800, according to DraftKings. Hmm. Okay. So, anyhow, those are the, the, the dates that are important at this point in time. It, it, the, the big thing is free agency. Free agency starts, what is that? Uh, I didn't look. February thir- 13th? 13th. February 14th. Although... In all honesty, free agency actually starts this Sunday on the uh, on the fourth because that's when the quote unquote legalized tampering window opens, so the players yeah, can yeah. talk to whoever they want. So that that's, I mean, they're going to start you know coming in and saying that they've reached agreements on, on deals probably all next week. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
it, 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 I, I kind of liked it the way they old this tam- one week tampering window is just stupid, but we all know that they did it. So it's, they it's, it's, it's a tough one. You knew when free agency opened, like, on a certain day, and then two minutes after uh, free agency opens, teams are announcing deals. Uh, sorry, you're not making a deal with somebody in two minutes. doesn't yeah. work like yeah, that. You, you, you're not fooling anybody. No. And that's, no. What's, that's what's going to happen this year, right? Free agency is, is going to open it and deals does. are going to start dropping. Yeah, it always does, exactly. But, uh, I mean, free agency is probably the number one event in the offseason. So oh, it is. that's coming up. That's coming up in another week, week and a half. And uh, that's kind of exciting to see where we're going to go. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. see how many players can get signed in the meantime, right? There, there's some big names that have got to get, mm-hmm. find a home. And yep. we'll see what happens there. Um, Michael Ball being replaced with radio voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, yeah, nobody seems to like him. I don't know what the deal there apparently, was. It was apparently, <laughs> apparently Jeremy O'Day didn't like him. Mm-hmm. And I, I, actually, I, actually texted, uh, I actually texted our buddy Brendan McGuire Okay. And told him he should, and told him he should try and throw his hat in for that job. Because well, he I, does, I agree. He does, he does fill in for Michael Ball on the sports cage, okay, all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think he's got a great, I think he's got a great football voice, and we know he's a knowledgeable guy. He's got the knowledge. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, he was part of this podcast. Yeah, and he's a and he's a lifetime writer fan. So what more do you want? Yeah. Well, you're not going to get so Rod Peterson back. No. So I did. I did. I did send him a message and told him he should, and he 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 replied back to me, and he said it's not some it's something they decide on, and he said he can throw his hat in the ring, but he says who knows, who knows. Well, it's already so, been decided. They, they already have well, somebody. They, they don't get rid probably. of Michael Ball before they add somebody. Yeah, you don't fire somebody oh, unless you have somebody to replace yeah, him with. Yeah, but don't forget, Michael Ball's only been doing that for two years. Yeah. So, obviously, he must have sucked. And it's two years too long. Because I yeah. listened to him well, a couple I, games. I, he was, I listened to him a couple games on, on Sirius Satellite, because you can get all the CFL games and some of them he was calling when the Riders were playing. I've heard Homer um, broadcast it before. This guy took it to a new level. And yeah, he said no. stupid things. He had a horrible voice. No, he was terrible. Oh, yeah, but he would he would piss people off on air. I mean, like, he literally oh, he called would. people out. And, yeah, and you don't get away with that shit. And, I, and you know, it, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have far too much power in their province. Okay, yeah, probably because Jeremy Jeremy O'Day shouldn't interfere with a radio station, an independent radio station. No, I agree. Okay, he shouldn't have that power. 
that's like saying the prime minister tells us what goes on on CBC, and he does. You're, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to have that control. Right. So, um, anyhow, uh, he's gone. I don't. We don't know who his replacement is, so it's really a bit of a non-story. Uh, we'll move on because we're going to have to go have some fun on a couple of things. Quarterback rankings, cool. Uh, former Canadian Football League defensive end Alex Bazzi, former BC Lion, uh, arrested for <laughs> ATM break-in attempt. Is there a video of him actually trying to do it? I wish there was. Put it on TikTok right now. Oh, too, that bad he wasn't, as hell. too bad he wasn't wearing his Lions jersey. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I mean, he was with the Toronto Argonauts last. No, his final stop yeah. was in BC. Sorry. That's right. He, he went came back. Yeah. Then he came, back. I, then he I came just, back. I just wonder. I just wonder how bad that career went if the guy's out trying to steal ATM machines. Okay. And he was a good Come player on. too. Yes, he, he was. was a good player. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, he had 43 sacks in 80 games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I mean that's that's old, that's, that's got to be six, that, that's six, six years. I mean, yeah. he played eighty games for fuck's sake. Yeah, you know what they say, eh? Yeah. You can take the boy off the farm. You can't take the farm out of the boy. No, I don't right. Don't know. Don't know. Anyhow, let's move on from Alex Bazzi. Although it, it, it's cool to recognize somebody like this. I do want to give a shout-out right now uh, of a post that Charles put up. Um, former BC Lion Carl Weathers passed on. Is that correct, Charles? I, yes. I saw you yes. say yes. something about correct. that. Yep. February 1st. February 1st. Yeah, he died yesterday. yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Fell That's kind of sad. Apparently died, in, here. apparently died in his sleep. He was seven. Died in his sleep, yeah. Uh, yeah, he died in his sleep. Yeah. yeah. Well, no better way to go. Absolutely not. It, it, it's not so good for the people around you, but it's great for you. Better than suffering. Yeah. So, can you guys yeah. can you t- guys tell me like was he with the Lions for fifteen minutes or did he actually play some games? He played. Oh, he played some amazing Lions for games. three years. Three years. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. He was their star- he okay. was their starting Fair. middle yeah, linebacker a- from nineteen. 19- he was starting middle linebacker from 1971 to 1973. Oh, okay. Oh, hang on. We're talking about Carl Weathers. Yeah. Yes, sir. Sorry. Look what we're talking uh, about. I, was just, I, I don't know. My mind was still with Alex Bazzi. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he played here, too. I, I was still laughing about the ATM machines. Yeah, no, Carl Weathers. He, is... he had a three-year stint with the Lions. Yeah, 71 Alex to 73. Is... Alex is probably back at Home Depot buying some chains so he can wrap it around the ATM. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you pull it out with the truck. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I watched the show and they were they they had bought an or an ATM machine or something was in one of those containers. It was like container war, and they, they got the container and they had to try to. They, the, the three guys went at it for about four hours trying to bust into this ATM machine, and they got into it, and there was not a fucking penny in it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny as hell. 
But they they, they tried everything that's short of dynamite. Um, okay, let's go to the last thing on the agenda right now, and that is quarterbacks, free agent quarterbacks in the CFL this year. The number one free agent quarterback is Chris Grebler. No, sorry, he's been signed. Not a free agent Nick anymore. Lewis. Nope, he's moved how on. How is he the number? Uh, how is he the number one free agent? Come on. Okay. Okay, William. This yes. sorry, Charles. This is this was, goes back to the beginning of our show, and we had a conversation about the ability and the knowledge of the members of Three Down Nation about the game of football. Right. It's not very good. Outside not very high. So this is this is a three down nation article. So okay. they put Chris Strebler as a free agent. I've explained as a number one well, free agent. Yeah. Okay. He was a free agent. He's not anymore. He is now a Winnipeg Blue Bomber. The number two free agent is Jake Dogala, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. They elected to re-sign Mason Fine. I don't understand why Dogala was three times the quarterback. He, uh, uh, unless, unless he's actually asking for starters money, I don't, which I don't think he's going to get. Every team out there right now has a starter and have paid them big money. Uh, my gut feeling says this guy's going to land in Calgary. He's not going to Calgary. He doesn't fit Mike, Calgary's. He doesn't fit Calgary's prototypical quarterback. Trust me. What six foot seven, two hundred and forty-two yeah. pounds. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that's the number two quarterback. Where do you think he's going to land, Will? Who's going to take him? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he was not that impressive in the two games he started last year, was he? So, no. I don't think so. Um, he has he has better stats in one season than Jason Fine has in three. Yeah, but you see, the Stampeders, the Stampeders need a guy. The Stampeders need a guy to show Jake Mears away. So. I think I think they're going to sign Taylor Cornelius because he's got a lot more career starts than Jake Mayer does. I didn't say wins. I said career starts, right? So mm-hmm. there you go. I think they'll I, sign Taylor Cornelius. You're being sarcastic right now. Yeah, okay. I I'm, am. I'm, 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 not, I'm not accepting that. Who do you know okay. what? You know where, what do you, would, where do you, you think know. Jake Dolgala is going to go, and who do you think Calgary is going to sign? Because they need somebody. Yeah, I think Jake – I don't care where Jake Dolgala goes, but I think – here's my opinion. I think the Stampeders should sign Nick Arbuckle. <laughs> no, 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 no! Hear me out. I well, I'm not Nick arguing. Arbuckle, <laughs> Nick Arbuckle, Nick Arbuckle is a system quarterback, and he thrived in Calgary's system. Yeah, yep. Their players were a lot better back. He then, did, but maybe, but maybe he could make them better. I don't know. 
Okay. Charles, where do you think Jake is going? Jake Dogala. Um, honestly, I wouldn't have a, a huge if, issue if he came here to back up Vernon Adams. Uh, I could also see him maybe go somewhere like Montreal as a backup to uh, Cody Fajardo. He could get some playing time there. And well, I'm just going to say Hamilton, but they, Hamilton's got too much depth at quarterback. Not, not that any of their quarterbacks are really all that good. They just have a lot of quarterbacks. And well, Charles, I, I don't know. Did you say, Charles, okay. Charles did, you say, did you say they have too much depth or depth, depth. at quarterback? Depth. depth. Okay. Uh, yeah, depth, maybe. Uh and you know what? I, I, can I, see him, I know Will I can see him going to Edmonton. Rule Calgary out either. Oh, I'm not ruling Calgary out. I think he's going to go to Calgary, no. but I wouldn't rule out Edmonton. I heard another rumor uh, just recently because the Elks have signed, of course, uh, what's a uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson. I Bethel heard a Thompson. rumor recently that uh, Trey Ford could end up with the Lions, backing up Vernon Adams yeah, Jr. We already talked about that. Okay, we, that's we what both think it's a good idea. Pardon we, me? we both agree that it's a good thing. Uh, he, of course, he's it very would be. similar style of Vernon Adams. He would fit right into yes. the BC Lions organization, into their mm-hmm. offense. It's just a natural fit. Out of yep. anybody out there, I would think Trey Ford would be excel best in BC. I agree with that. Yeah. I'd love to see that. So well, I, 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 I don't know because I believe he's a free agent too. What? He is not. He is not. He's, he's not under contract. Oh, no. I thought he was a free agent. Okay. No, That's he's right. Under contract. Okay. So next on the list, since we go and pass Jake Dogala, is Taylor Cornelius. He's the number third quality free agent according to Three Down Nation. <laughs> Okay. Who's this? Taylor Cornelius. Taylor Cornelius. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Really? I don't see anybody picking him up. I really don't. I I could be wrong. I I can't see that either. I mean, he didn't, did not show any promise at all in Edmonton. So, so he still has a hundred thousand dollars guaranteed money owed to him by Edmonton. Yeah. So he might be living on that hundred thousand dollars this season. I don't know, unless there's something else that comes up and does something. He is gone. Maybe uh, Matthew. Maybe, maybe not, but you know, I, I I'd take Matthew Schlitz over Taylor Cornelius. Yeah, but yeah, but understand oh, something. Taylor Taylor Cornelius has like almost thirty starts in the CFL, so he does He's have 20, experience. Twenty-seven. He does have experience. And so. also twenty-eight years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still young. But his completion ratio is less than 60. Yeah, but on the other hand, he played on a shit team, okay? 
So did Mike Riley, and he led the league in passing when he was in Edmonton. Hell, he was leading the league in BC. I wasn't well, BC until he got hurt. Nobody, nobody ever said this guy was going to be Mike Riley. So, no, I'm just saying is that you know, that, uh, just because you're on a shit team doesn't mean that you don't you can't excel. Well, I think it does. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, number four. So coming down, this is Matthew Schlitz. So Three Down Nation, who is based out of uh, Hamilton, right? thinks that Chris Strebler, Jake Dogala, and Taylor Cornelius are better than Matthew Schlitz. I personally, I think Matthew Schlitz is the, the best quarterback out there right now. And uh, that's not saying anything. No, it's not. Okay. But I would agree with them. Or are you? What? I would agree with you oh. that, Ma- that Matthew the best one out there. Schlitz is the best one out there. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know where he's going. We, we, none of these guys are going to end up being starters. Every team out there right now has a starter. So that's just plain and simple. Uh, so in fifth place is Nick Arbuckle coming out of Ottawa. And yep. you know what? I, I, I'm not opposed to Will's theory of him going to Calgary. No, no, that, he, he, what he said made a lot of sense, actually. You know, the best football he played was when he was in Calgary. Okay. But he did, so, but he did yeah. have a lot, he had a lot better team when he was in Calgary. They had a lot better team when he was in Calgary. Not anymore. Than now? Right. Nope. But he's not going to be the starter either. Well, I personally think if he came in and showed anything like he did when he was in Calgary before, he would be the starter. Yeah, and, and that's highly possible, right? But you also got to know that you, you're okay. Are you then now looking at quarterback one A and one B? That's not a bad situation to be at either. Right. You know, I, I almost think that it's, it's better to have two good quarterbacks than one great one. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I can't. I, I, I can't believe I just said that. Never mind. <laughs> on on in number six place, we have Dakota Prukop from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So he is. Uh, is he going to go back to Winnipeg as their third-string quarterback? Is he going to sign up? I think he will. Yeah, I could see it. Mm, yeah, probably. Unless he really wants to be at least a, a, a number two guy. I mean, I don't see him going, obviously, anywhere than number one guy. But if he stays in Winnipeg, he's behind Zach Caleros. He's behind um, um, Chris Trevler. Chris Trevler. So then he's number three there. He may want to see if there's anything out there where he can at least be a number two guy. I don't know if there oh, okay. is, but he at okay. least will look and, at it. And I understand something, guys. Um, two years ago, three years ago, um, he was he was competing with the second with the second 
string job in Calgary with Jake Mayer. And they chose Jake Mayer over... Yes, sir. And then they chose Jake Mayer over him. And then he signed in Edmonton for the season. Then he went to Winnipeg. Yeah, and he was with the Argos, too. Yeah, Yeah, and he also, I believe, he went down and played in the USFL as well. Yeah. Yeah, so... So he's obvious he's not better than Jake Mayer, so I don't want him. <laughs> no, no. Or or is he? Or is he? I don't know. Your next up on the seventh position is Dominic Davis. <laughs> if you want a guy that can, can get you one yard every now and then, fine. He's good. He was Other good than for that. seven. He was good for seven touchdowns one year, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, 14. all from the one yard yeah. line. That's right. Nothing the matter with that. If you want a short yard, hey. I just don't believe that that's what we should have in the CFL. That, I don't think you should have an over the hill quarterback running short yardage for you. Right. He was effective. He did his job. I mean, I have no complaints with what he did last year with the BC Lions. He did his job. He was successful at it. I just think that you should have somebody that's not 38 years old. Is he that old? No. But he is 35 in July. He is getting there. He's 35. He's up there. He's been around for a long time. Yes, right. I think this. If you're going to have a short yardage quarterback, you you need some young punk in there. You need a Chris Strebler. You need some some big. You need a fullback. I don't know why they don't have a fullback as your quarterback sneaker. You know, short yardage guy. Okay. Anyhow, moving on because we've only got one more guy. Who do you think the last one is? Marcus Crandall. <laughs> no. Robin Hood's Those brother. Last ones. <laughs> Robin Hood's brother. Kyle Oxley. Kyle Oxley. Ah. Robin of Loxley was Robin Hood. That was his real name. Okay. You didn't know that? Or you did? I did not know that. Uh, yeah, Robin of Loxley was was the guy's real name, and he Robin Hood was his his uh, gangster name. Anyhow, um, Kai Loxley, Hamilton Tiger Cat, he's another one that's out the door. They kept Powell. They're keeping Powell so far, but they got rid of Matthew Schlitz and uh, Kai Loxley. At least they they haven't signed to either of these guys yet. So. Um, he he got the. Punted out of Edmonton, what, one year ago, two years ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it, it says, if you're looking for a depth receiver with a bit of an arm, Loxley may be the perfect player for you. Unfortunately, being passed over for a chance to play meaningful reps under center prompted his unceremonious exit from Edmonton. Yeah, maybe if he wants to play football, maybe he should go to receiver. 
But that that is the he ain't end getting of anywhere as a quarterback. No, he's not. Not not at all. Okay, so that's the end of the quarterback rankings. Um, I'm not. I don't know. There are teams out there, obviously, that need quarterbacks. Um, I mean, we named five of them that could use starters. But they've already got their starter filled with Trevor Harris, Bo Levi Mitchell, Jeremiah Mazzoli, and or slash Drew, uh, Drew Brown over there in Ottawa. Um, McLeod Bethel-Thompson needs a backup. Uh Shit, Trevor Harris in Saskatchewan needs somebody better than Mason Fine. Hamilton, oh my God, they they got loaded up on quarterbacks and it's a train wreck. Hmm. Same with Ottawa. Don't know. BC needs a backup. BC needs a good backup. Dane Evans retired. I'd like to see Trey Ford there. Personally, that, that would be my number one pick out of anybody. I, yeah, I think so. He's 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 not a free agent, so it's not. It would be something we. Why don't we trade Matthew Betts to Edmonton? Because we don't have. He's a free agent too. You can't trade a free agent. Yes, you can. Well, you can trade his rights, but still. They they traded Drew Brown. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. You could trade his rights. Right? You, you, you know, you trade him because he's still under contract until February 13th. Okay? He's, he's that's true. Still that's a, that's your, a good point. Your yeah, possession. And you, you trade him to the team for a draft pick, a fourth-round draft pick, conditional fourth round that if he's, he re-signs with the team, it becomes a first-round or a second-round draft pick, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that's how you, you do it. Mm-hmm. If he goes to free agency, you, you get – you know, a fifth round draft pick, big deal. But at least then that team had the shot of, of negotiating with him before the free agents window opens up, which is Sunday. So you don't really have a lot of time. It's only two days. So there's no trade happening right now, but um, it's something that could have happened. I mean, you could have traded uh, Matthew Betts for Trey Ford. I would have, I would have liked that. Mm -hmm. But anyhow, I, I honestly don't think my, uh, Matthew Betts is coming back to BC. Not the money he's asking. No. Why would he? Why? Why would you pay it? No. Okay. Where do you want to go now? That's the agenda. I would be done. curious. About I would be curious. I would minutes. be curious. Hold on. I would be yeah. curious to see. Which Great Cup winning team? What was the last Great Cup winning team? that had the CFL sack leader on it. I'm honestly uh, not Peter sure. Lions in 2011. Okay. So that's Solomon not Aluminium. something that's a, so that's not something that's a prerequisite to win to a winning the Great Cup. Yeah. I think sacks, honestly, sacks are a useless stat. I do, too. Okay. I, I, I do, too. If you, but, you know, so the quarterback hands off the ball and you get the running back for a loss. 
Why isn't that an important step? It's the same, it's important same as thing. A stack. It's the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. And, and what if the quarterback throws the ball into the crowd? It's the same thing as a sack. Yeah. It's, 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 it, I mean, they, they get the ball back at the yard of scrimmage instead of five or ten yards back, but you, it's, you did the same thing. You, you killed the play. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I, I think it's a useless stat, personally. I mean, it's the, it's the Hollywood stat. It's nice. Oh, you know, it's yeah. the C-Sacks, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Same with kick-return touchdowns. Like to see them, but, you know, it's not a big deal if we don't. Okay, uh, let's go and find what we've got to talk about. What's here? Stinger's getting some attention, love. Okay. CFL News says, I don't think BC Lions can get into that high 200,000 number for Matthew Betts. I don't think they will. I'd pay him a lot and make him the highest paid defensive player in the league, but I don't know that I'd get close to 300K for him. That was far hand. No. Lousy. No, I mean, as a defensive lineman, he shouldn't be making more than about 200K. You know, he's he had a great year last year. So give him uh, 220 yeah. tops. Yeah. 220 tops. And he had a great year last year, the best year ever and stuff like that. Let's see you do it again. Let's see well, you do that's it more than what once. I said, right? Yeah. He, he should sign for a modest increase with the BC Lions. And because I think that Matthew Betts' success had more to do with the BC Lions defense than it had to do with Matthew Betts. Because mm-hmm. where, where, where did he come from? Well, he's been with BC for two years. So he, he came was with, from Edmonton, wasn't it? I think he was with he was with Edmonton. Yes. Oh, I spelled Matthew wrong. That's amazing. He was that a guy? Yeah, he was with Edmonton. He was with Edmonton for two years, 19 and 21, and then he was with BC in 22 and 23. Uh, he really didn't have very good numbers at all the previous three years. This was his only outstanding season. I mean, he got more forced fumbles last year than he did in the other three years combined. He got more sacks last year. He got twice as many sacks as he did the three years combined. Uh, special teams tackles, well, who cares? Um, defensive tackles, he doubled up any other year that he'd got for, for defensive tackles. He played 18 games. He started 18 games for BC two years in a row. Edmonton, he only started six games and then 13. Huh. I don't know. 
I, I like the guy. I, I, I hope he stays in BC. I don't see it happening. Uh, I, I'd like to say it's not a really big loss. It will be a loss, but <laughs> see, it's not going to make well, even without him. We've, like we've still got some very good defensive players, even without him. And apparently, what's his name is on is is not going to sign with Winnipeg again. Who's that? He would be a good addition, Jackson. Oh, Jeffcoat. um, yes, Jackson Jeffcoat. No, yeah, but he wants three hundred k. He wants a lot of money too, though. Well, they say his biggest thing is he wants to go someplace where Willie Jefferson's not, so he can be the main defensive end. He doesn't want to play second fiddle anymore. There you go. I yeah, but if I had my choice between the two of them, I'd take Matthew Betts. Yeah, but so you if you're going to open up, just, if you're going to open up your checkbook look, and, and and sign a check for 300k, you better take Betts. But don't just look at the uh, don't just look at the sacks. Look at leadership, winning experience, stuff like experience. that. Especially in the winning part. Well, I would be opposed to Jeffcoat. I'm really not a fan of picking up players from other teams. I never have been. And, you know, it's kind of the – I've followed Wally Buono. I've followed – John Huffnagel's careers, and they didn't do it. They didn't open up no, the wallet didn't. at free agency. They went off and no, found the guys, the young guys that were hungry, that came in and, and, and lit it up. And if you've got a great scouting staff, and, and now I don't know if that scouting staff is available with this new management cap, but – you know, it's just one of those things. I, I don't if, understand if, how the management cap can work. I was going to say, and if you look it at it. It doesn't work. It's stupid. I was going to say, if you look at it, Winnipeg is following the same plan that Wally did and so did John Huffnagel because they usually sign their own players, right? With the exception uh, of a few. There's some that they brought yeah. in. They, not not many, Charles. They they have brought a lot not of many. their players back who have escaped, yep. and then they brought them back like Kenny Lawler, like Willie Jefferson. Yeah, I I I'm not arguing with that, but it's 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 that philosophy. Now, it, we're gonna I'm I brought up the management cap there for a second, and you're saying that it's working or it's not working or or whatever, Charles. I, you no, said it, it's not working. It no, it doesn't it, work. It's it doesn't stupid. work. It doesn't work. But it's stupid. I my agree. point, my point being is, you're not allowed to have. You're only allowed to have so many scouts on staff, right? You're only allowed to pay yeah. them so much money. Okay? Yeah. Fine. Fine. Okay. Is there anything that says that you can't pay a contractor for that information? Probably not, not payroll. Uh, probably not. Not if he's a contractor. So why doesn't somebody start up a like a, 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 you know how we've got agents out there who who business agents for players? Why isn't there business agents that are scouts? 
and build an organization that scouts American football players. And 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 you, you hire them. You could do that. But again, it, it, the, the minute you yeah. hire them, then the uh, the players' association is going to complain about it. Well, and I know what you're going to say, and they're not technically employees of the co- of the company. They're not technically management. They're gonna they're gonna raise a stake on that. I bet you any money. So if I'm if I've got a player that I'm I'm working down there with the Alabama Crimson Tide, and I got mm-hmm. some kick-ass awesome player, and I get on the phone and I talk to Rick Campbell and I says I got this amazing linebacker down here for you. You come and uh, you take a look at him. I'm going to send you some film. You sign him. I want fifty thousand dollars. You're acting like an agent. Not a yeah, scout. that's true. Good point. I don't. I don't know. You know how 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 does that work? How how can you how can you track that? I don't know. That's and and and, and where the where the money comes from? That guy doesn't care. If Omar Omar Doman pays him out of one of his um, construction companies, doesn't care. Doesn't care where the money comes from. Nobody would know. I'm not saying that Omar Doman is doing anything unethical in the CFL. I'm just making a suggestion as to why can't this work. I mean, it's no different than right now in our belief that Chris Strebler is being paid under the table from Princess Auto or some other Winnipeg um, sponsor to backfill his contract so that he's not making only $120,000 a year because Winnipeg wanted them so bad, but he had to keep them in the cap space. So he's, he's off now being a promotionary uh, tool for uh, a bunch of corporations. He's going to get free cars and money and, and, and fur coats and whatever else he's going to get. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. How, how do you put that into the salary cap? How do you control what another company pays your players when he's not playing? It's a good question. I'm not sure if he can. I don't think he can, actually. No. And it's been happening for years and years and years. Decades. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's exactly how what happened in Montreal, only what's-his-name, Cavis Reed got caught. Yeah. Right? Got banned from the CFL. That's because Cavis Reed was an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Be smart about it. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Still is. <laughs> Well, you, you you don't stop being an idiot. I'm sorry, it's not possible. It's not. Ask Randy Ambrosi. He's still an idiot. He's not going to get better. I was going to say also an idiot. See, that's why we can't have a mainstream podcast, okay? 
That's, that's why, why we don't get the support of the CFL, the league, or head office, or anything else. Just, yeah, but once again, once again, once again, looking from the outside in because we have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And and okay. I'm sorry. Everybody can see our opinions right. They just want they just want to agree to it because that's not what they do. I guess. Yeah, no, you, you can't call players out when you're on the TSN panel, right? I mean, we do. Well, yeah, but wouldn't it make things more exciting if they did do that? Come on. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're not, imagine, still not going to do it. Imagine, imagine David Sanchez up there saying, holy crap, fucking Jeremiah Mazzola, you fucking suck. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but he is he is on national television, so I don't think he's allowed to use quite those words. Okay, then let's then you let's put it on cable. No, no, then let's put it on cable television where they can say whatever well, TS- they want to. TSN is cable television, but the CRTC still well, controls it. Yes. No, no, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking. You it's know, the satellite, you like put it on Netflix. Off. Come on. There you go. There you go. Come put on now. Sirius XM and have a have a podcast, Howard Stern podcast, right? There you go. Now you're. Am talking. I kissing your dog off, Charles? <laughs> Obviously, you are. Yeah. Barks at everything. Drives me nuts sometimes. So the only player on on there's a couple of players on the BC Lions that I'm looking at the free agency right now that I'm a little concerned about. Um, one of them would be Ben Halatic. I would really like to see him signed. Yeah, especially if they're not going to bring back Betts, they need to bring him back. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd like to see Betts signed too, but, you know, I'm not, well, I'm not holding too, my but... breath on that one. And then the other one would be Marcus Sales. Defensive That's back. the guy I want them to bring back. Yeah. Uh, Mike Jones is also a free agent there. That's another DB. We had some good DBs last year. Keenan LaFrance is a free agent. I don't see him coming back. He did zero last year. Yeah, yeah. Gone, gone, gone. Yeah. Dominic Davis and Matthew Betts, that's it. Uh, Jalen Edwards-Cooper, another DB. Hmm. Okay. Anyhow, I was just looking at the beat. Did you guys see my Mark Weddle comment yesterday? No, I missed it. Okay, so some some oh, I let's did. Talk, some let's talk CFL fan said, "Mark, I was listening to the podcast yesterday." And yeah, I saw you that. Were not, did you see that? Did you see my response? I did. No, I didn't. That was funny. My response was. Oh, my God, Mark, you're not on a podcast anymore? That's it. I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> he thought okay. it was pretty funny, too. He thought it was pretty funny, too. So, Mark, that is. Yeah. I think I, it said, we're Mark, like the you're not on the minute. podcast? I, had, I hadn't noticed. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm watching it. Okay. okay this yeah. is Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 500. I've been a host, Christopher Jones. Uh, it's been an absolute 